All right, bang, bang, and welcome to the Four and the First Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ewok King, and we have a special Wednesday edition of the podcast for you. That is right, we have completed our second interview, which was recorded on Saturday night with a mystery guest. Um, a lot of you guys in the league might not know this guest, uh, but you will get to know him very well by the end of the interview. And we think you are going to enjoy both his uh, fantasy football knowledge as well as his sense of humor. Uh, I will point out that this interview does get a little bit raunchy, so uh, please turn the volume down, put your headphones in, and be an adult, uh, and we hope you enjoy it. But before we can do that, we got to get to our sponsors. So this is a special sponsor connected to uh, our guest, and that is Chevrolet. Listen, uh, change can turn your lives upside down, and the only thing that we can be sure of is that change. It's inevitable, and it even comes to things like mom's apple pie. We see change all around us in the clothes we wear, in the movies we watch, and the cars we drive. And here at Chevrolet, they are changing for the better. With the introduction of vehicles that are so fuel efficient, they actually pay for themselves over time. Vehicles that impact the environment less than any that have been ever produced. And that's a good thing because we think once you've taken a test drive in a new Chevrolet, you might just hit the road and see the USA again like you did in the old days. But while we're working to change the way you're used to driving, we figured it's best to leave mom's apple pie to mom. Some things are better left to the experts, like YB Guru. Enjoy. All right, bang, bang. We now welcome on a man who does need an introduction. He is best known as the YB Gambling Guru on Twitter, otherwise known as the man who won $8,000 on a random NFL Sunday back in 2019 on DraftKings.com. YB Guru, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Listen, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I think I'm going to hand it off to Brock for the first line of questions. All right, all right. YB, I got a lot of hard questions. We're going to start easy. Uh, we're going to do a little foreplay here, and we'll get you horned up for the, the crescendo at the end here. So my first question, YB, um, we call this podcast the Four in the First Fantasy Football Podcast. And um, the whole theory behind that is uh, Ewok King invented this, and it's you chug four beers in the first quarter of an NFL game, and you get a nice little buzz going, and then you can just kind of ride the buzz down till the end of the game. My, my question is, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you have any critiques to that? Um, go for it. No, I, I really like that. I was actually introduced to it by um, the Sandusky Ticklers, Real Legends Bar and ah. one weekend. Um, and it seemed like a good idea until about 10 o'clock when we were still hanging out at Kelly's Bar. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Listen, YB, I want to take you back to a random NFL Sunday in 2019 because that's the whole reason we have you on the show. Uh, you are self-proclaimed a gambling guru, and you also – um, are sort of living off this fame of winning $8,000 on a random NFL Sunday on DraftKings. And on that day, 
you went with a lot of gut calls as you chose your lineup. So I just want to sort of bring you back to that day and have you bring the listeners into that mindset of setting your lineup on a Sunday because we obviously are not a daily fantasy league. We are a, a year-long fantasy league. And uh, there still are a lot of parallels between the two because you have to wake up on your Sunday and you have to pick which players you're setting uh, in your lineup. And so I just kind of want to hand it over to you. What was your mindset going into that Sunday? And what could you give our listeners in terms of advice when they're waking up on, hey, let's say even next Sunday morning and they're starting to set their lineup? You know, uh, that Sunday was a weird Sunday. Um, I had planned to work out in the morning, which, come on, nobody does that on a NFL Sunday. Um, so I actually woke up, decided, eh, I'm not going to work out. I threw together a lineup with Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. Um, a lot of people probably questioned it. They're probably still questioning it. Um, I know I have a guy that questions me every week since I still make that same lineup every week since then. Um but it ended up working out. It was just going with the gut, uh, you know, not thinking too much about it. And that that's how it paid off. And as far as the self-proclaimed, you know, gambling guru, I do want to remind people two weeks after that, I did take first place in a Monday night showdown. Um, unfortunately, I didn't bet big that day and only won two, 250 bucks, but that was on a dollar bet. So, I mean, you guys can do the math on that. <laughs> Hey, we're not math guys, um, but I'm just wondering, how many hookers did you buy with $8,000? I didn't buy enough. I, money sitting around. Um, I did let Sandusky Ticklers talk me into buying a boat, saying that, hey, I got plenty of bitches to bring on your boat. Um, I'll let you guys in on that. I mean, there still hasn't been that many bitches on that boat. So uh, I don't know if it's because it doesn't run half the time. Or because Sandusky Ticklers just doesn't have the bitches to bring on the boat. But we'll figure that out later. (laughs) Hey, YB. All right. So we're professionals here. We did a little research on you before we interviewed you. We went to your Wikipedia page. And I see that you're a vehicle salesman. So there's some of us in the SIFL who like to to push trades. Um, the Sandusky Ticklers has made now famous uh, the phrase of trade tober. So I'm just wondering, car salesmen are normally kind of weaselly guys. You kind of try to pull some bullshit and uh, pull one over on people. And I'm just wondering, you know, if I'm trying to take advantage of another team owner, what are some bullshit um, things I can do to, to try to pull that over? Bring me into your mindset as a car salesman as far as uh, trading goes. What are some things I can use? Well, I was, I was hoping this one would actually pop up here. I know I dealt with a guy from SIFL probably about a year ago on a Chevy Traverse. And this guy, from listening to the podcast, he says he's not a stat guy. But for not being a stat guy, this guy went around dealership to dealership just trying to save a few bucks. I mean, at the end of the day, the owner said, Brett, how about you forget about it? You know, you're going to end up selling a lot more cars by just letting this guy go buy elsewhere. We don't want his Ram. You know, that's just a piece of shit to begin with. We're just going to take that to the auction. Um, This guy was also... I'm not a guy that holds grudges, but I like the segment of the GFY. So um, that actually was what I was hoping was going to come up here. Brock Ronnie for not buying your Chevy Traverse for me. 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, anyways, on the trade things, you got to look for the people that are weak. You know, we, <laughs> you could tell as soon as they walk in the door, and you can probably tell by their lineup. You know, this guy's got no hope. You know, he's just looking to get a new vehicle. He's going to buy what he can buy. You know, he's got a 1999 Cadillac. He probably thinks it's worth 10 grand and it's probably worth 500 bucks. So you guys can figure that out as far as the trade goes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, shout out Griffin Chevrolet, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> there are a lot of parallels there. So when we're talking about, uh, you know, finding a suitable trade partner. You know the ones where you offer a trade. The next thing you know, you're spending the next eight hours of your life trying to get that trade to go through. Uh, I, I just appreciate you taking us through that, YB. Yeah, you know, I love the process. I love what Brock Rodney did. Um, he might have outsmarted the car dealership. That's in his head. I, I love the confidence in that. Um, I'm hoping that he still comes back to Lundudas Motors when it's time for a truck, though. Absolutely. Hey, we will be putting you in the uh, ad read for the show, just so you know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, so sort of moving on from the whole uh, car dealership talk, uh, I want to move on to a person that you are very close with, and that is Sandusky, the owner of the Sandusky Ticklers. Uh, he's not had a very good year. Depending on how this weekend goes, uh, we are recording this on Saturday night, but depending on how this weekend goes, he could be eliminated from the playoffs. And um, being a guru yourself and yet being so close to Sandusky, I wanted to see, are you going to be working with him in the offseason to, uh, you know, sort of bring him up uh, up to speed on, not number one, how money works, number two, how fantasy football works and how you actually set a good lineup and build a good team. Yeah, I, I think I should spend a little bit of time with him. Um, it seems like he has enough time off of work that we could probably <laughs> chat about that. So I I think he's got to get over the Russ and Zeke thing, maybe add in Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb. But once again, that's that could be my little love affair. So it might not work out well for him. Hey, YB, so – uh, we watch a lot of football. We're, we're, we're beer guys. We're football guys. And I, I think you are too. So, uh, watching Thursday night football the other night and I see Derrick Henry out there. Great running back, but I can't get over this fucking rat tail. He's got hanging out the back of the helmet. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So why be my, my kind of got a two part question for you. So first part is if you were to walk up to that thing and sniff it, what do you think it would smell like? And second, I've noticed that tail has got some serious length to it, but it's also got some girth. And I'm wondering what you think is more important. Is it the length or the girth? So for the first part, I'm going to say, you know, it, it probably smells like the first thing you empty out of yourself on a Sunday morning after you, uh, you went out the night before and you probably got Taco Bell late. Um, and, you wake up for Sunday football. You got to get it out right away. That's probably what that thing smells like. Um, on the second part, you got to go with the girth. You know, from everything I've I've ever heard, it's you know, that's that's what matters. <laughs> that's a gut call. Maybe a gut call. That's that's a fair choice. Um, listen, YB. All right. <laughs> <Cut it out. laughs> 
Um, listen, YB, uh, Anheuser-Busch just released their orange cans for uh, Bush Light for the 2020 season. And these have been known to sort of take a fantasy team owner on a, a hot winning streak. Um, do you have a beverage of choice on an NFL Sunday and or Monday to sort of bring your team to victory? And do you even believe in that sort of mindset that uh, a certain drink or a certain um, a certain repetition of yours could bring your team to victory? Do you have any superstitions, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. I do. Um, you know, Monday nights, I, I work till 8, so we usually go in the back and we drink beer at about 6, 6.30, get ready for the game, as long as, you know, you don't have a customer or anything, or they're cool with it. But the bush light is a big one. All the guys in the shop drink it. I think, you know, getting the vibes from Brock, that he's probably a shop guy if he was in a car dealership. So if if I were him, I would probably drink for any other guys. I mean, you just got to find a drink of choice. Sunday morning, you're probably going to go with the bloody, especially if you're Sandusky Ticklers. He might even go four bloodies in the first. Um, but like you said, it sounds like it hasn't been working out for him, so he might want to switch it up and maybe do the orange cans. Agreed. So it's funny you bring up the Sandusky Ticklers. Um, I was watching, again, Thursday Night Football, and one of my favorite kickers, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, he wears those goofy-ass goggles, Um and, and YB, you might you might know in high school, you know, you called the kids with glasses. Even Ewok King had them. They called them four eyes. And uh, I'm just wondering, what do you think is better to have in the NFL? Is it better to have four eyes or four skin? Because I'm a <laughs> I'm a guy. You know, I got a lot of foreskin, and I call my little nugget the the hooded warrior. And I'm just wondering, what what do you think would be better to have in the NFL? Um, I'm going to go with the four skin. I think the four eyes could get distracting. Um, <laughs> your hooded warrior. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of James Jones. He always wore the hoodie and he always showed up <laughs> in big games. So that's what I'm going to compare that to. Um, James Jones, the hooded warrior, <laughs> otherwise known as four skin. That's, that's a good point. Um, all right, cut this next part out. You're going to have to cut it out. <laughs> you can't stop laughing. <laughs> that was a good exchange. Both of you guys did a great job on that. Um, probably not safe to work. All right. But, but Brock, on another note, you could cut the sleeves off like Bill Belichick. <laughs> If we, hey, if we ever get a fucking producer and put this on YouTube, I will have no sleeves and my mega hat on every episode. Fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. YB, uh, you know, Sandusky isn't the only member of this league. I know that you, you know him personally, um, but you've gotten to know uh, several other members of this league through the podcast. Can you kind of give us your thoughts on the league going forward, just based on the podcast alone? Who do you see sort of standing out as this year goes on, as we get into the playoffs? And maybe who do you see as sort of a, you know, a fraud or sort of a weakness um, within the league as we move forward into the playoffs and, you know, obviously into the uh, fantasy championship? Um, so just listening 
Um, this horny Jeff guy, he sounds like a fraud, but I don't know if that's just <laughs> what Brock makes him sound like. Um, and then also, I don't, I forget the name of the team, but there is a woman in your league. Um, I look at that as kind of like Kamala Harris being the vice president. You know, <laughs> she's, she's not going to actually win. She's she just got close. She got vice president. She's hoping Biden dies. She gets president. I think she's probably hoping a few teams die. She sneaks into the playoffs. I don't see it happening. And then the weasel. This guy has been brought up a lot. And I just love everything that you guys have to say about him. Um, kind of wish I knew this guy on a personal level because I like the moves he makes. Um, <laughs> and I was with you guys on the Zach Moss thing. I heard that, and I'm like, what is he doing? And then he, he goes off, and it's just a weasel move once again, kind of like Brock Rodney buying his Chevy Traverse. Uh, <laughs> did he get a better deal? Yes. Is he going to be taken care of long-term? Probably not. Also, I did see Milwaukee voted Democrat Brock. Um, so I'm glad you support those guys. Um, hey, I believe Portage County won blue as well. <laughs> That's due to the university. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> but, hey, look, I, for my last question for you, YB, uh, not even a question. It's This is a game we like to play with everybody we interview, so um, we're going to give you the opportunity to play. The game is called Gay or Not Gay. So... <laughs> I did not sign up for this. I just want everybody to know Ewok King did not approve this. So why me? The game goes, I'm going to read you a starting roster. I got three of these. And I just need you to call if the team owner is gay or not gay. All right. All right. It's pretty easy. So roster number one, starting roster, Aaron Rodgers, Kareem Hunt, Matt Breida. A.J. Brown, Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, Eagles defense, and Jason Sanders, the kicker. Gay or not gay? Gay. <laughs> Love it. All right, roster number two of three. Um, Russell Wilson, Philip Lindsay, Mike Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster, John Brown, Tim Patrick, the Giants defense, and Justin Tucker kicker. Gay or not gay? No, this one will irk you a little bit, Brock, but I'm going to go not gay on this one. (laughs) All right, fair enough, fair enough. Last roster, Jared Goff, Elvin Kamara, James Robinson, Darren Waller, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams, the Colts defense, and Rodrigo Blankenship kicker. Gay or not gay? Okay, and this one, I got a few things to point out here. I mean, Jared Goff, you might think, would be gay, but I think he probably slays a lot of chicks here. Um, the big one, DeAndre Hopkins, if he was gay, his mom couldn't see it coming. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go gay on this one. All right, well, uh, you you went one and two, so uh, losing record, but we, we appreciate you playing, YB. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Um, listen, YB, that's all the questions we had for you today. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners of this podcast, uh, to Sandusky himself? (laughs) I'll just leave it up to you. You know, I appreciate you guys asking me to be on the podcast. I was, I was hoping, uh, Sandusky would put me on his podcast a while back, but then he just produced the one, I believe. 
Um, never <laughs> yep. went forward with it. Also, uh, seeing Ewok King in a good position in this fantasy league is kind of surprising as I, I do know you're in another fantasy league. Um, and I know you started out, I think, 0-3, maybe 0-4. <laughs> so glad that you're doing well in this one. Um, for all the listeners, share this. I mean, I, I enjoy listening to it on my, day, or on my drive to work and back. Um, kind of sets the tone for the day, letting me know, hey, I got to go in, get work done. I'm going to listen to this on the way back and then go watch some football. Yeah, other than that, though, just thanks for having me, guys. We appreciate it. Nice talking to you, YB. Take <laughs> care, buddy. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wonder if I could. It makes me wonder if I never had to. I better knock on wood. Because I'm sure it isn't good. And I'm glad I.